Chapter 11 Loss She had been telling him for the last two weeks that something was growing inside her. The home test that they took told another story. Almost angry at the devices for not agreeing with her, she had asked her mother what was the right time to take the test. To her utmost disappointment, her mother had advised to wait till the Saturday that would be the last of the month of May. She had murmured a response to the advice, said a rushed goodbye and cut the call. A minute later, she called and asked the husband to pick up a couple more tests on his way home. The four tests she had taken over the last two weeks refuted her claims. As the fated Saturday neared, the mother asked her if she had taken a test. She had replied, Today, I'll take one today. On a bright Saturday, when the month of May was breathing its last, two lines appeared on the home pregnancy test. The couple was jumping with joy and crying happy tears into each other's shoulders as they held each other tightly. The two weren't patient enough to let the euphoria set in. They held each other, exchanging light kisses while they called their parents and siblings to share the joyous news. Everyone was super excited. She was the first of the generation on her side of the family to announce the arrival of a baby. He was the baby on his side of the family. The baby who was on its way was a special one and was awaited eagerly. Even before the congratulations subsided, the advices started to pour in. Her mother, knowing very well that fitness would be the last on the would-be mother's list of priorities, said, Exercise. His mother, knowing very well that the would-be mother loves to roam around the house, the city and the country and beyond, said, Rest. Her sister-in-law gave a long list, comprising mostly of foods she loved of what not to eat. The husband also received a lot of instructions. Most of them revolved around taking care of the wife. The couple basked in the attention they were receiving. The smiles had stayed on their faces through the night. In the middle of the night, she had woken up for a glass of water and a tinkle. He had aired an immediate warning. Be careful. Normally, such an instruction her way to the bathroom would have irritated her. She would have retorted, I will be careful unless told otherwise. She knew better than to give it back to him this time. She knew in that instant that they both had changed. He wanted her to be careful not just because he cared for her, which he did. But this instruction came as a protective shield for the little fetus that was the most important thing for both of them henceforth. The night was not a very long one. They had slept intermittently but had woken up happy. The excitement and the newness of the news still making their hearts dance. They lay in bed till late, making plans. She was excited about all the shopping she was going to do immediately and he was worried about all the expenses and the heartache college admissions would bring two decades later. Breakfast was the healthiest that they had had in the last two years, if not their entire lives. Early morning phone calls from family repeated the instructions and concerns. Plans were made as to how and when the news will be broken to the members of the extended family and friend circle. The excitement was enough to tire her. Her legs were aching and the bed seemed like the best place to be in. He held her and tapped her forehead lightly as she lulled into sleep. She didn't know then that those few minutes of sleep that Saturday afternoon were all the moments of joy that she would have left for a long time to come. 
24 hours of happiness can sometimes leave you devastated in matters of minutes. She started bleeding. There was no pain. She did not panic, but a cloud of dread had started to spread over both of them. Even as calls to the doctor were made, they held each other. Neither knew whether they needed to support the other or needed to hold on for support. The smiles that had been plastered over their faces for the last 24 hours were ruthlessly ripped off. They looked as if they were going to appear for an exam which they had not prepared for and knew very well were going to fail even if they gave it their all. The drive to the hospital was a very long one, partly because he was overly cautious. He did not want her to go through any pain. He knew even though she was smiling, even though she was hiding her tears, even though she was saying the right positive things she was supposed to, he knew that she was suffering. So, he drove through the wide tree-lined roads of Delhi at speeds he had never driven before, 20 to 30 kilometers per hour. At the hospital, the staff was very caring. They kept reassuring her that nothing was so wrong that a little rest would not remedy. In brief moments of weakness, she left herself believe that all would be well and that her child would be safe. However, she had mentally prepared herself for the worst. She had seen very less of Ikrant during her stay at the hospital. He had either been running up and down the floors to file the paperwork or was walking up and down the corridor while talking to family members across the country, giving them a minute-by-minute update. Medical details seemed like a blur to her. She felt broken inside. All her energy sapped. She was falling in and out of sleep because of the resultant weakness. Every little glimpse of him that she caught between bouts of heavy sleep revealed to her that he was shattered. She knew that the road to recovery would be a long and treacherous one for both of them. A month to the date and they were still recovering. She didn't cry over the loss as much now as she did a couple of weeks after the miscarriage. She wrote her heart down on paper. She consciously diverted her attention to newer projects and completion of older ones. The weakness now lasted only a couple of hours per day. She gave everyone she met a huge bright smile, willing them to smile back at her with all their positivity. The last month had been hectic for him. He travelled to Bangalore once, spent a weekend working from home. He tasted his first nationwide success. The pressure to perform at work increased many-fold, but he was basking in the glory and deservedly so. He never failed to find time to hold her and wipe her tears. He seldom shared his fears and rarely allowed his eyes to water in front of Trisha. He too was a fighter. On the drive to the hospital, she had asked him to promise her and himself, we will not blame each other and especially ourselves if things don't go the way we planned. They both love each other way too much to blame the other for what had happened. They both continue to this day to try their best to hold on to the second promise.